It's Rocket and Teresa on Mix 93.3. Even though Valentine's Day is coming up on Monday, this whole week has been love week leading up to it. And we had to start off on Monday with Rocket being a note on. Hey, you guys, today's Rose Day. <laughs> Roses. Rocket, do you remember that time um, before we play the clip about us talking about flowers? Do you remember the time when Tara Offair said, Teresa, has your husband ever had flowers delivered to work for you? And I said, yes. And then she went, uh. <laughs> Listen, this is too soon. That wasn't on the microphones, Teresa. We didn't have to share it with That's the why people. It's so fun. <laughs> that was my private failure. <laughs> Your husband does other romantic things, though. Yeah, like I mean, like he married you. Yeah, That's right. Did that. Gave me a baby. Yeah, he, he, did. Allowed, he allowed Rocket to walk down the aisle with you at your wedding. <laughs> yeah, that was so nice. When Rocket was late for my wedding, we rocked down the aisle together. I said rocked. That's walking with Rocket. We rocked down the aisle. I mean, really, he called you somebody else one night earlier in your marriage, and it was just like... Not during a time of sensuality, Rocket. He was dreaming and said, Molly! And then we feuded. Oh, wait, hold on. I don't know if we've ever actually used the name before. Who's Molly. You were somewhere. I don't yeah, think she, you were here the day it We happened. talked about it on the air. Because I've heard the story, but I didn't know there was a name. There oh, there's a, a name. So I don't know who Molly is. He claims he doesn't. But you know when this happened, I picked up his phone real quick. I searched his contacts, his Instagram, his Snapchat, looking for a Molly. There's no Molly in his phone. Mm, but maybe he was then, talking about the drug Molly. Teresa, <laughs> fast forward two days <laughs> later, someone has signed into our HBO Max account named M. Hassong. Oh, yep. What'd you do? No. Well, I killed John. He's dead now. <laughs> what so did you do seriously? I freaked out and said, is the M for Molly? And he's like, no, I don't know what's going on. But honestly, like he's having an affair with Molly. How does he not know what's going on? Can I be honest with you? I need his health insurance. So Molly has to stay. I don't care about her. I need the health insurance. I mean, what's worse? If he actually was having physical relations with this woman or the fact that she's sharing your Netflix account, that's more personal to me. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't want for- anybody else knowing the shows I'm watching. <laughs> I don't pay for the HBO Max, so she can have it as long as I get the health insurance. Well, let's get to our flower talk. Rocket wanted to know if it's okay to just swing by a gas station and grab a rose. Is it weird? Do women know that when guys stop by like a drugstore or a gas station and buy a rose? Do women know that that's from a you know? Yes, a- we can pick out a cheap ass flower from a mile away. But is it cheap? to do that because today's national rose day i gotta be honest if someone's making an extra trip for me even pulling off to the side to that cvs i'm interested i appreciate it the reason i say it i'm just trying to help guys out here because it's not valentine's till next monday but today is national rose day would you be offended if somebody just came with an individual rose and gave you a rose all i know is that i have gone to the grocery store before like on a sunday morning when it was valentine's day and i have seen all of the dads and husbands there Picking out the last minute flowers, and I think that is so horrible that you didn't put any thought into it. And all the little kids are dressed in their pajamas and their yes. hair. Their hair is like everywhere. And it's just like, I do laugh at that. That is funny. But uh, you guys, do, do you really celebrate? Because you've been married a lot longer than Tara. Tara, you're still pretty much uh, a newlywed. Do you, you and John celebrate Valentine's Day? Nope. <laughs> we sure don't. I mean, we love each other, but that's a bonus. Teresa? No, because any extra money we have is so we can eat, because the rest goes to college. <laughs> Valentine's Day? <laughs> okay, Rocket, yes. let me let me be specific. Please. If someone is just paying for their gas, or they're at a drugstore, and they see a rose, and they think, that's sweet, I'm going to take that home to my significant other. That's okay. If it's the day of, 
Valentine's Day. You're an idiot. And you're an afterthought. And you're like, oh, so glad I saw that rose so I don't forget. Then that means you're a jerk. Does that sound fair? It, I think it sounds totally fair. I mean, I remember there's times, Teresa, like, I've done that. Like, say we're coming to work. Teresa and I have been together longer than she's been with her husband. And it's like, I, there's times I would stop by a quick trip when I first came around. When we came around 22 years ago, I'd bring you a rose from there. I wasn't embarrassed because it was it was just me as a, as a partner. Yeah, and then there's that time that you totally forgot my birthday and you <laughs> threw a $20 bill at me and said, buy yourself something nice. Women well, never forget. <sighs> but to me, I still feel like if my husband pulled off the road to get me something, that would still make me happy. If it was Valentine's Day at 10 p.m.? I mean, it's better than... Sharing your Netflix account with Molly. With Molly. To kick off Love Week, let's just keep with the John bashing for a while. To keep with the spirit of Love Week, we shared love stories and we asked our listeners, you know, how did you know you loved them or what have they done to show love? And there were some really good things. We've all gone through a crappy two years of bad things going on. And it's just Rick simple- and I've been married almost 24 years. What, what? are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so, oh, that's not what you meant? No, but call in and tell us about you know who you really love and why. 816-476-7093. Good morning, Mix. Thanks for holding. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Becca. Hi, Becca. Um, I have almost been with my husband for our first date was nine years ago in March. And I'll never forget our first date. I got in his car and he was looking at me weird. And I was like, oh, no, what happened? And he's like, you have something on your face. And I was like, oh, no. And I'd been getting ready for hours. And I was like, what is it? What is it? And when I put down the visor of my car, a rose fell down. Aww. And ever since then, he always does those, those simple gestures. And I just really, um, you know, fall in love with him more and more each day. Wait, Sweet. I love him, too. <laughs> That's great. That's Th- so nice. Thank yeah. you. For- and he's not from around here. And so whenever he had to move up here, he sold, like, his prized guitar just so he'd have enough money to be able to move here because he knew how close I was with my family. Shut up, you're making that up. You stole that from a movie. (laughs) 816-476-7093. Good morning, Mix. Welcome to Love Week. Who's this? This is Diane. Let's hear it. Well, my husband, we've been married 14 years, but together 20, and I go home for lunch every day, and he always has my lunch ready and takes a love bite out of my sandwich. Oh, <laughs> only your sandwich? <laughs> Do you mean your actual sandwich, or is that a okay, metaphor? Okay, ladies. All right, let's take one more call. Good morning, Mix. Thanks for holding. Go ahead. Yes, I've been married 15 years to my husband. He gave up his season Chiefs tickets to pay for my engagement ring. <gasps> okay. That's a good man. That's a good man. All right, let's talk about this yes. guy. What's his name? And what does Ed do for a living? Uh, he's a supervisor in a warehouse. Well, you got a good one there. He gave up his chief tickets. That's love. That is yes, love. He did. Oh well, thank yes, you. Yes, it is. Thank you so much he for calling me all the time. There you go. Thank I, you. Have a great day. Then we also did a special contest to win a prize from Myrata Jewelers, where we specifically said, "What is the most romantic thing your significant other did for you this morning?" And I, I feel like Tara should have won the contest. So we're talking about love, right? And things, romantic things. Now, this is very specific. You need to call right now, 816-476-7093, and tell us what romantic thing did your significant other do this morning? I actually have an example to kick us off. Okay. Maybe I could be entered into the contest. This morning, as my alarm went off to get up for work, my husband was coming to bed for the first time. And he said, oh, babe, good, you're up. Guess I can watch TV as I fall asleep. 
Oh, so man. I was like, that's like really romantic. Wow, yeah, because he is, wouldn't have watched TV if you weren't getting up. Because yeah. even though he woke you. Yeah. That is Aww. so romantic. You've been married how many years? <sighs> I lost count. <laughs> Just to keep the romance going, were you able to go then into your master bathroom and enjoy getting ready for work because as a good husband, he fixed it? First of all, there's not a working toilet in there, nor is there a door. So I lit up his whole life. <laughs> My gosh, that is such romance. I love it. Yes. All right, Teresa, what's your line, hun? Um, Four. Four. One, two, three. Oh my gosh. Good morning, Mix. <laughs> Vanessa? Vanessa, what is the last yes. romantic thing your significant other did for you this morning? Um, he, <laughs> he's, he hasn't done anything for me yet. I wish we could he's say so that that sleeping. qualifies, but, but I don't think it does. It doesn't qualify. Thank you. Good morning, Mix. Who's this? This is Maggie. Maggie, what is the last romantic thing your significant other did this morning? Uh, he makes me cold brew coffee every morning. That's nice. Now, does that mean he's yeah. pouring it from one of the Starbucks jugs for you, or is he literally brewing cold brew? Um, he's actually making cold brew. We have a special like uh, cold brew maker that uh, it's, I think it's called a Dorothy, uh, but he makes it for me every morning. That's very <laughs> thoughtful. Did you have to train him to do this, or did he just start on his own? Um, he's very he's very willing to want to like do things and help me out. So I, I really never have to ask. He's always asking me if I want it. So. What's that like? Could you explain <laughs> a little bit more? You know, this weekend I went out of town at the last minute, left some grapes in the sink that I was washing. Guess what came home yesterday? The grapes are still there. <laughs> uh, he's just very sweet though. And does a lot of things for me. So I'm, I'm very lucky to have him in my <laughs> life. <so. laughs> You are our first finalist, by the yes, way. Yes, you are a finalist Yay. to win $150 to Meyer Auto Jewelers, so he can be even nicer to you and buy you a present. <laughs> Your oh, life's God. too good, Maggie. Now, guys, to be fair, in our line of work, we get up at a weird time. It's not like we hang out with our spouses in the morning, but uh, yeah, I need the $150. You think, you think the one lady that called in first... And her husband hadn't done anything nice for her. Is going to just be mad at him all day long. For sure. Okay, so here's just a few. Um, we'll call them. I guess they'd be bloopers if we were including those on our show. I was doing a story about Adele, and this is Rocket playing the absolutely wrong clip. <laughs> Adele, what I would give to see her in concert. That whole new CD album she put out is absolutely amazing. Well, they're having issues. Remember, they had to postpone her residency because of a lot of issues that kind of all went back to COVID, just shortages and supplies and then workers having to call in sick. Well, there's a Las Vegas impersonator. It's actually an entire impersonation show that is giving people free tickets if they had tickets to Adele show. I mean, it's a nice thought, but yeah. And this person is great, but not Adele. You know, we're here right now, and we're all healthy and happy and alive. That's and the wrong clip. Are we good here? You're playing Billie Eilish. Wow. <laughs> and that's coming up in your tabloid trash, how she saved a fan at a concert. <laughs> but if you go to Bring Vegas you. and had tickets for her Vegas <laughs> residency, there's a Vegas impersonation show highlighting Adele that's offering free seats. But I can't bring myself to swim when I... She has a beautiful it's, voice. I get it. And it's-
That's a nice thought. I get but it. But it's not a dude. Not even close to a dude. I love a cover when you're maybe on vacation and walking through the casino. Or like and a you good just, drag show. Yeah, you just happen <laughs> upon it. But I, I don't think I'm paying for that. Uh, no. Well, I mean, like, again, they're giving free tickets to those who already bought a ticket for Adele's residency and then are sad because they haven't got to see it yet. All right. Tabloid continues in three minutes. Yes. Hey, guys, this is going to shock you, but I have a story about Billie Eilish, <laughs> how she saved a fan I have a at clip her concert. That. I know. <laughs> so since we played that Adele clip, well, Rocket played the Billie Eilish clip, but we should tell you what's going on with that story. Billie Eilish actually getting credit for saving one of her fans during a show who was having an asthma attack. Are we good here? Hold on. I got you. You need an inhaler. Do we have an inhaler? Can we just grab one? We got one. It's okay. We got one. Guys, give her some time. Some time. Don't crowd. Relax, relax. It's okay. It's okay. We can see you. We're good. It's okay. We're taking care of our people. Hold on. Behind the scenes, we told him, we are so glad you got heart surgery because when he was getting sick, he would have been so angry with that mess up. He would have yelled at us, blamed it on the computer. And now post heart surgery rocket is just like, whatever, let me fix it. I'm happy. Joy, joy. Do you guys remember that old Christian Bale clip when he did um, The Dark Knight that was circulating for a long time when he freaked out and was like, stupid, and he yelled at the man on the set? No, no, don't shut me up. That was Rocket before Heart surgery. 100%. But I was mad at myself, though, back in those days. Then why'd you hurt us? Well, I feel like you took it out on us. <laughs> well, I sincerely apologize. We're I don't just remember. teasing you. Don't get all serious. We love you. Or are we teasing? No, we Is love him, but like, <laughs> it was pretty mean. <laughs> we had a special Rocket and Teresa. <laughs> Rude. We had a special Rocket and Teresa theater this week that, of course, had to be all about love and a romantic comedy. But before we get to the actual theater, we were doing what we call a tease in the business where we say, hey, this is what we're doing next. And I had to get in a sick burn with Rocket. You guys have a special Rocket and Teresa theater coming up next. Yeah, it's a romantic comedy. It's very popular. And Tara and I have been, I realize it's radio, but, you know, as a method actor, I feel like we have to physically get ready. And mm-hmm. so let's just say there's been a lot of contact. Yeah. I've been accepting all the contact and reciprocating. So was it a love scene? Can you tell me anything? I just said it's a romantic comedy. If you don't understand that, then you're more pathetic than I thought. Oh, God. <laughs> I think love is a comedy. (laughs) That was a burn. (laughs) She got him. She shut me the hell up, didn't she? You don't know what touching is. Not going to lie. That kind of burned a lot. That was a very aggressive burn. (laughs) And she knew she did it. She's she's laughing already quietly. Then she knew it it upset me. She's like, (laughs) (laughs) It really caught me off guard. (laughs) And then here was our very romantic Rocket and Teresa theater. Well, good morning, Kansas City. Welcome to another Love Week edition of Rocket and Teresa's Theater. Now, this is a romantic comedy with two very attractive females. Lights, camera, action. So, are you an architect? I am not. I'm in fish. Oh, that's where the smell's coming from. 
Yeah, yeah. I was uh, feeding a walrus this morning, and I thought I got most of it off of me, but I guess I didn't. I love that smell. No, you don't. Fish don't even like that smell. No, I do. My dad's a fisherman, and my brother, Doug, they go out to sea for months at a time, and I miss them so much while they're gone that when they come back, I just hold on to them for five minutes each, and they smell just like your hands. It's the best smell in the world. (laughs) Smell them a little bit more. Let me rub them against your face. The Chad was great. Can you smell it right there up against your nose? Oh. <laughs> I'm rubbing my fish hands on your cheek right now. Except it's not the one on your face. It's so pungent. My lisp is just taking in your fish smells. Take my fish hands. Okay. <laughs> it smells just like my daddy. My daddy and my brother. <laughs> That's why I love it so much. It's so romantic. Is that your brother Doug that likes to show off his muscles all the time? Hi, brother Doug. Good morning, Mix. What's the answer? 51st dates. Exactly. How did you know? <laughs> was um, our amazing I love Adam Sandler. <laughs> you know what? I can rub my fish hands all over your face because in five minutes you're not going to remember. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom. Nice to meet you. <laughs> hey, Tara, do you remember when I was rubbing my fish hands all over your face? I don't remember. Start over. <laughs> hey, Tara, do you remember when I was rubbing my fish hands all over your face? Yeah, I liked it. Tara and I are still rubbing hands. I'm still filming. We're very fishy. Oh. <laughs> there was a, a list that someone put together where they went through and talked about all the grossest words, and they decided these were the grossest. So here's the audio that we played on the show. And someone took the time to look at a bunch of different polls on gross-sounding words and put together a master list of the grossest words in the English language. They're gross all by themselves, but what makes it hilarious is when you actually let the uh, audio dictionary pronounce them for you. Curd. Putrid. Ooze. Mucus. Fester. Moist. Seepage. Phlegm. Pus. (laughs) Moist. A few more that ranked high but didn't quite make the uh, top 10 or so. Discharge. Love it. Loogie. Secrete. (laughs) Diarrhea. Snot. And congeal. Ooh, congeal. (laughs) Now, what you need to know behind the scenes is that on air, we had to make an edit. (laughs) Because in the top 10, Splooge was there. And we didn't think it was appropriate to put on the radio. Now, Rocket, since this is the podcast and it's kind of like learning Hooked on Phonics, can you define splooge for us? No. Would I'm, you like me to look it up? Because yeah. I don't even know what it is. You know what? I'm yes, gonna, how do. about if I look it up and then we let Rocket read what it says? Okay. I How's really that? like where this is going. All right. So here we go. I just looked it up. I just want future employers to know I'm not. I don't condone this, even though I started it. Splooge, meaning four best definitions of splooge. No, no, splooge. no. Very top. Ejaculate. No! <laughs> no! Say it, Rocket. No, I'm not going to say that! Oh. Okay. <laughs> Do you think we took it too far there? My bulls! <laughs> A big topic in pop culture this week is the new Amazon Prime streaming show, Reacher, which is based on a series of books. Tom Cruise was in a movie. Rocket and I both watched it. We figured out, though, out of the three of us, Tara was really the biggest fan. A couple things happened. One, I was finally on the pulse of something. And guys, I am never, 
ever on the pulse of anything. Yeah, it'll never happen when it comes again. To movies. Don't get used to it. So you were talking about one of my favorite series I watched over the weekend. Brand new Reacher. It just came out on Amazon Prime on April. Uh, excuse me, February fourth, Friday. It is based on the series of books. Tom Cruise starred in a movie, and um, it has only been out for a few days, and it's already in the top five best series of all time. I couldn't believe that. Our our, our PR guy, Will Gregory, just sent a text. His wife is out of town. He watched the whole thing too, and then, and then we talked. It. Then we talked to somebody like Tara about the movie. And Tara, what do you think about Reacher so far as you've watched it? He's a very cool guy. I mean, I'd like to learn some new fight skills. I just have a few critiques. Okay. I've only, I'm only two episodes in. In one, the cop sees a big fight in a hotel parking lot, and she just goes, what the hell just rolled into my town? <laughs> and she, like, drives away. Who talks like that? She's like, I'm not going to investigate that any further. What is that? See ya. <laughs> People in small towns in Georgia. I love it. That's who. Or one of the cops asks Jack Reacher a question and he just walks away. Like, that's frustrating. (laughs) It's amazing acting, an amazing storyline. I'm going to watch it time and time again. Where are you? What's an update? Have you, have you, I have not. I want to say consume, resumed, not, although I would like to consume him just a little bit. (laughs) Have you resumed watching it? I have resumed a little bit of episode two. I have not finished the second episode. Is this one of those where you have to wait for your husband? Can you watch it together or do you watch it by yourself? Kind of. I could do either way on this one. The thing is, I just have this baby that needs me to like care for her, interact with her. And so I feel like I can't watch any shows with accuracy anymore. Like they're all sort of background shows. And when I tune into Reacher, when I'm not talking to her, it's like, what the heck just rolled into my town? You're, I figured out your problem. You're doing it wrong. The correct way is to watch the show. The baby is the background. Oh. <laughs> That's how I live my life. You know, life. I think my pediatrician might have said something like that, too. Yeah. Shoot. Mm-hmm. One last thing about Reacher, you guys, if we're going to talk about it and make fun of it, <laughs> even though Tara thinks he's the best actor in the entire world, um, I have to point out that I think he's the best singer in the entire world. Totally forgot he was on American Idol. And listen to this doozy. The main character, Reacher, is played by an actor named Alan Richson. And I went yesterday, I just was watching it and just went into a deep dive, you know how you do on YouTube. And I found out, I totally forgot he was on American Idol way back in the very beginning, like the first or second season. And because I looked at that American Idol clip right underneath it was, oh, look, here's a music video where he tried to have a singing career. And it's the most amazing, worst, best song ever. know what i was watching i thought it was a commercial at first <laughs> then i'm like i had my headphones on i'm like okay this is kind of cool no it's just a song about someone who really likes mojitos i just really don't hate it now picture him as big as he was in reacher singing about mojitos and all these beautiful and that women a manly dream for a man like reacher definitely <laughs> yeah mojitos are good yeah but i always think of women more with mojitos i feel like it's a little girly uh, especially for someone like him who just goes into a thrift store and buys clothes and doesn't wash them before he wears exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> Mojito. <laughs> I don't hate this song whatsoever. We're traveling next week. I think this song is the theme of our travels. I feel like it sounds like something that would be a party song or like a Mexico vacation song for sure. Yep. Would it, wouldn't it be great if Reacher showed up at our resort in a Speedo? Oh, I mean, am I wrong? I mean, I'm not interested, but I'll take a look. <laughs> Just for research purposes, right? As we lead up to Valentine's Day, more romantic conversations about proposals this week. Do you remember 
when you were proposed to. And we bring it up because uh, Tara had something. She kind of kept it inside until now. You're like, I've been married a couple years. I can tell my story about being I sure didn't keep it inside that night. (laughs) Let me tell you what I mean by that because it is not sexual. We went out to dinner for my husband's birthday. So I was very thrown off. I didn't think he'd be doing anything for me. We went out to dinner. And afterwards, we were going to go back to his parents' house for some cake, a little celebration with them. But the problem was at the restaurant, I got a very upset stomach. We are talking full on diarrhea, not romantic whatsoever. We're driving over to his parents' house and I said to him, can we please make this fast? I'm so sorry, I don't feel good. We need to make this a short visit. We get to his parents' porch. He says some very sweet things to me and then proposes and let me just tell you, yeah. that upset stomach, it just dissolved right back into my body. I was totally fine after. Yeah, on top of the diarrhea, you're also forgetting the really romantic pet name you had for him that night. I called him an idiot when he proposed to me, but like we always say that to each other with love. So were you singing the Pepto-Bismol song in your head? Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Hey, Pepto-Bismol. That is really romantic. Well, it was really great. Good morning, Mix. Thanks for holding. Go ahead. So I got really lucky. My husband and I have been married for 11 years next month. And he, I'm a huge snow person. Love the snow. It's been my week. Um, and so the first snow of the year um, is when he proposed to me. But the cherry on top is that every single year since then, at the first snow of the year, no matter what else is happening, he proposes again every Aww. year. Okay. Man, Too wow. far. That I is mean, really nice. How can that love no, be it like is that? the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awkward if one year he's just having a bad day and he's like, mm, I'm not into it this time. <laughs> I'm going to pass this year. <laughs> I feel like that would be my husband. I would be heartbroken. Aww. Alternatively, if he sucks one day out of the year, you can just remember, it's okay because I'm going to super love him again when it snows. That's true. Hey, thank you true. so much for sharing. Good morning, Mix. Thanks for holding. Go ahead. So in 2014 for Christmas, my now husband gave me a box that when I opened it, all it says was, ha my love is in a box. So then fast forward to next Christmas, he gives me another box that says, ha just my love in a box again. So that I'm very upset at this point. So then he gives me another box that has a key in it. And he was like, actually, it doesn't go in anything. I just thought it was funny. So then I threw the key. And when he asked for it, I was like, I don't know, you have to find it. So then when he found it, he got this like lockbox out and was like, you're an idiot. This is what it goes to. I need this key. And so when I, he finally found it, he opened it and it was a ring in there. And whenever he proposed, didn't get down on one knee because at this point we're both kind of upset with each other. <laughs> and then whenever he got the ring out, I, was, I started crying and I kept calling myself a blank hole the entire time. And then he was like, all right, well, I'm going to go take a nap. Have fun at work. And I'm still bawling my eyes out. Oh, <laughs> I love that story. What a great story. Thank you for sharing. Good morning, Mix. Thanks for holding. Go ahead. Hi. Um, yeah, my husband and I have been married for about a year and a half now. And we actually got engaged like days after the whole world shut down, pandemic. We went shopping for a ring pre-pandemic, then the jewelry store closed, but he, I think, picked up the ring less than 24 hours before they closed for weeks or months or however long. And he had this huge thing, like, try, like figured out at our favorite French restaurant in Park, and my family was going to go. It was going to be a big surprise. Obviously, the restaurant closed down. So he made a whole bunch of homemade French food and surprised me at my house 
with sunflowers and lights, and I had absolutely no idea. I just came home randomly from work on a Thursday. Unbeknownst to me, it was six months after we said I love you, but it was the date that he wanted. So, Oh, that, that's sweet. Very sweet. Thank you so much for sharing. Good morning, Mix. Thanks for holding. Hi. Um, so my husband and I have been together for 26 years, so if my memory serves me correctly, he proposed on Christmas. He was originally going to propose on Thanksgiving, but my family went out of town. And the thing that I remember the most is my dad crying, um, uh-huh. my mom telling me to shut up because I wouldn't stop talking while he was trying to propose. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> We've been together 26 years. You had a relative tell you to shut up? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Tara looking Thank into you. her husband's eyes and going, you idiot! <laughs> Good morning, Mix. Thanks for holding. Go ahead. Yeah, I've got an engagement story. All right, let's hear it, man. About... 20 years ago, my wife and I met, and a month later, we got engaged. She didn't know I bought the ring. She worked at the jewelry store. Uh, she already had a ring picked out. I went up there when she wasn't there, bought it, and then had all the coworkers tell her somebody came in and bought it, but now it works out. So I arranged it. It was during Christmas, around December 13th, and I had talked to the Santa Claus up there and all those people. So I proposed on Santa Claus. I went by, talked to him. Then she came behind me, sat down on his lap, started to tell him. And then I doubled back and said, oh, yeah, Santa, one more thing I'd like for Christmas, for her to be my wife. And I dropped on my knee. They gave us free pictures and all kinds of stuff. Oh, so every time you think about your proposal, you'll think about another man's lap. Rocket, you know what? I feel like you've matured. You have experience. Pretend time. Tara's the love of your life. Yep. You have the ring. It's huge. You're ready to get down on one knee and ask the question. Go. Rocket, you know, it's huge. Ask me the question. You know, it's been going on for a long time. I want to do you. So will you marry me? You know what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all figured out the problem, haven't we, ladies? <laughs> I didn't see anything wrong there. Wow, which actually leads me into our next favorite moment of the week where we figured out a social experiment on monkeys may actually work on Rocket. And a British zoo is treating its monkeys to live music to help them get in the mood. That's right. A Marvin Gaye impersonator was hired to sing love songs at the Trentham Monkey Forest as a fun and creative way to encourage the female monkeys to show more affection to the male monkeys who have not been lucky in love. Don't you know how sweet Try this for Rocket Terra. <laughs> I play this for him every day. We'll get a we'll get a Marvin Gaye impersonator to follow him around to Trezzo. <laughs> Encourage women to show more affection. He'll just throw his poop. <laughs> <laughs> Zoo authorities say they are excited to see if their experiment worked when birthing season arrives. Oh, There's a season in for late that? spring. <laughs> That checks out. I agree. I think, you know, Rocket, we're just going to follow you around with some sexy music, and there's some woman who's bound to fall for it. I'm excited for our group trip to Mexico, because as we find when we go out in the real world with Rocket, the ladies love Rocket. And I cannot wait to get some juice and some good stories.
Wow. What does she mean by that exactly? I, I have no I idea. I think she means gossip, but I would like to secretly think she's something different. Kara <laughs> did say, she, did, she was worried about when we go to Mexico, which, by the way, we're celebrating 22 years. Happy anniversary, Teresa. Tara's been a part of the show for a long time. She's going to put an air tag on me to make sure people know where I'm at or... You guys know where I'm at. Just if I lose track of you. I don't know if it's going to help. I have a feeling that we're going to be like, where's Rocket? And we're going to pull up this air tag and figure out where he is with GPS and figure out he's just going in circles on the beach. Look, he's just, <laughs> there he goes. Just circle, circle, circle. Or I'm going to implant the air tag inside of him. Oh. And then when we find it, it's just at the bottom of a toilet. Can we also let you in oh on God. another little inside joke? Please. Speaking of, I don't know why you said tags. Rocket is the worst at removing oh, no. security tags from his clothing. He's a shoplifter. I don't know what the deal is, but every time we travel, he ends up wearing a suit or some article of clothing that the person at the store did not remove the tag. And somehow he just wears it and doesn't even know it until we find it. I have a theory. And it might have to do with why the ladies love Rocket. I think at his home, he has a set of fake security tags. <laughs> He puts them because I'm going to be honest. Every time he shows us, he has to really spread eagle to show mm-hmm. us the security mm-hmm. he tag. He man spreads, and he says, "Look at this! Oopsie, another security tag was left behind. Can you help me, ladies?" How's that working for you, Rocket? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of moves and putting them on the person that you're interested in, we figured out this week that one of the three of us—either Rocket, me, or Tara. Is a loosey goosey on the first date. <laughs> hey. And a new dating study says that men are still more likely to initiate a date. Like 89%, it's usually the man that asks a woman out. However, when a woman does ask the man out, the chances of you, let's just say, having a little physical contact increases. Researchers talked to 20,000 college students about recent dates they went on, who initiated the date, and if there was any physical contact, even including just kissing. And it turns out dates are more likely to end with physical contact if the woman is the one who asks the other person out. Interesting, interesting, interesting. 63% more likely. 63% more likely. Did you kiss Billy on the first date? No. Oh. What about you? You feeling a little insecure? (laughs) Yep. About about your accessibility? So, yeah. Yeah. Very accessible over here. Was there going to be something that came after the show? Are we getting details? No, let's just move on. Kissing isn't Lucy. (laughs) But he got your goosey. (laughs) That was funny. I don't care who you are. Yeah, really. We had a fun contest to win a prize for a Meyer Auto Jewelers this week. And we said, tell us about the first time that you said, I love you to your significant other. And again, one of us, Rocket, myself, or Tara, decided to take their mind straight to the gutter. Do you remember the first time you or your spouse said, I love you? Tell us the story, and we're going to make you a finalist. Yes, to win $150 to Meyer Auto Jewelers. Get yourself something nice or your loved one something nice for Valentine's Day. Like Rugged said, you just have to tell us the first time you or your significant other said, I love you. Maybe you should be really speaking nice and sexy about saying the word I love you. You want to know a fun fact? Yes. My husband and I said I love you to each other for the very first time at your house. For real? At a party that you were having in Oklahoma City. Oh, wow. I did not know that. That gave me like a chill. That's so sweet. I'm like, wow. (laughs) 
I did something good for love. Well, you really had nothing to do with it. I know, but it was there. You're still married. That's so cute. All right, which line do you want to go to? I don't know. Maybe number one. All right, number one. Good morning, Mix. Who's this? This is Adam. Adam, how are you, man? All pretty good. Yourself, sir? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. All right, Adam, I need you to just slow it down the tempo and tell us the story about the first time you told your significant other, I love you. Uh, first time I told my wife that I love her was, uh, well, we were uh, sitting at the table, and then she went uh, to give me a, a stick. A special stick. And then you gave her the special <laughs> stick. <laughs> Sorry. Continue, a please. That said that we were going to have a daughter. Oh, that kind of stick. Whoa, that is a special <laughs> stick. Which means Tara was not inaccurate. I wasn't that far off, Adam. <laughs> I don't remember that. I do, because it was fantastic. That doesn't sound familiar to me. I think you altered that audio. <laughs> We had a cute, good feeling this week that it was a good feeling to me just because anytime you have audio with babies or little kids, that giggling sound, it just makes you smile. Absolutely. But it was very relatable because I say it's relatable to Rocket's granddaughter and to Tara and her daughter. But honestly, every mom in the world has gone through this. Hey, speaking of mom, so there's a video that has gone viral, but it isn't anything new because this obviously happens a lot, but it's a woman who is pretty much begging her daughter to say mama. Say mama. Dada. No. <laughs> say mama. Dada. No. You say mama. You're getting everything. Dada. No. You say mama. Dada. Tale as old as time because Dada is easier to say. It's just not fair. Yeah, it happened both to my granddaughter and to Tara's baby. You want to play yours? Do you have your phone up? <sighs> you show yours first, okay. and I'll show you mine. All right. Hey, Mama. <laughs> Here's mine. Okay. No, Mama. That's all right. Your dad did all the work to birth you. Oh, wait a minute. No, he didn't. Whoops. <laughs> See, it gives us a good feeling. It makes us laugh. We also figured out um, that was Grace's radio debut. Yeah, because when she what came in was? here, she came in here with Jen's daughter to visit, but I don't think she spoke at all. When she came in to Why visit. Why not? She was like a whole two months old. That's right. She Why was. wasn't she talking? <laughs> so this, what we played today, this very day was her radio debut. February 9th, 2022, Grace hits the radio waves. We talked about secret crushes this week. Good morning, Casey. It is love week. All you need is love. We're talking about crushes today. And here's the deal. Uh, it could be anybody. I just realized today when the girls told me there was a co-worker that I had a massive crush on. Yes. And then Teresa reminded me, well, you know, she left right after I think I said that. Yeah, somehow it came up on the air and we never, ever use names. No, never. But Tara and I like to push the innuendos as far as possible so that it's pretty obvious who it is. And that person quit the next day. (laughs) You know what? She was too scared of a good time, Rocket. How the hell does this happen to me all the time? I don't time? know, but it's hilarious. Here's the deal. Crushes are, are so innocent because the crushes are the way that I relate in, in, a, in my relationship because I'm not going to get married again. I'm not going to get involved with anybody. But I think having a crush is really good. And I like what you said this morning. 
Sometimes it feels good to just say it. Yeah, just say it out loud. So if you feel safer and more comfortable, it can be completely anonymous, but you can just get it off your chest. Although Tara would really love it personally inside her soul if you would say the name. Just come right out and say it. I said earlier this week that I can't wait to go to Mexico with you guys because I love to go out with Rocket because the ladies love Rocket. It is just endless enjoyment for me to see. And that was confirmed today on the text line. We've been talking about this all morning long. Multiple people texting, I have a crush on Rocket. Mm. That's interesting. I met a, a bunch of women last night. Yes. And I'm telling you, I have a crush on every single one of them. Go on. Every single one. You know, Highly successful women, just confident, beautiful. And I want to say hi to Nicole, Tiffany, Emily, and Michelle. I'll tell you who I have a crush on. Okay. My husband in certain scenarios. When he's emptying the dishwasher, oh baby. When he helps me with something, oh baby. He's never vacuumed, but if he would... That'd be great. I would hope you have more than a crush on your husband. Yeah, you marry them and have a baby yeah. with him. I think it's only semi-serious with us, you know. Did you ever have a crush growing up on a teacher or just another classmate? I, I had a million crushes growing up. It, the kind where they never liked me back. But I can remember going sure. through phases where I, I like this boy at this time. And it just... Like, it was so exciting to be near them or get to sit next to them at lunch. And you just looked forward to seeing them every day at school. Especially that young, innocent age where it's like, wow, it makes school even better. I feel like sometimes if the crush goes nowhere, it's more fun. Because you get to Absolutely. keep that giddy butterfly feeling. Yes, it never goes away. you like someone and you're like, oh my gosh, I manifested this. I'm going on a date with them. And then the date is the worst. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it's just fun to keep those crushes in the universe. Good morning, Mix. Hi. Hi. Tell us your crush. Okay, so this is really bad, but there's one on my teacher, and then there's one on one of my friends' guy that he or that she likes. Oh, scandalous! Yeah, I like this. How long have you been friends with this person? I'd say about six months. So it's a new friend. <laughs> we could really choose yeah. where we're going with this. <laughs> if if it if the opportunity arose, arise, whatever the word is, would you actually be with this person even though your friend is with him? Well, she's not with him, but she really likes him. So like I don't know. Has well, too much time passed for you to be like samezies? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Interesting. Thank you so much for calling. Good morning, Mix. Who's your crush? There's a girl named Allie in my class. And I have a crush on her, and she has a crush on me. Oh, that's so cute. Are you going to be each other's Valentine? Yeah. That's so nice. I love that. I mean, when I first met Tara, I had a crush on her. Then I got to know her, and that kind of <laughs> went away. <laughs> that went away kind of fast. Do we call that a backhanded compliment? <laughs> I guess, like when he says you're pretty on the inside. <laughs> so rude. Good morning, Mix. Who's this? Um, Hi, my name's Kate. Hey, do you have a crush on somebody? Uh, yes, my friend from school, his name is Jonah. Amazing. Aww. I love that you gave real names. We call that Valentine's Day confidence. Thank Does this you. person know? Uh, yes, I have told him. Sadly, he does not feel the same way. Dang it. But you know what? Good for you for being brave Absolutely. enough to express Agreed. how you feel. I'm very proud of you. Thanks for calling in, sweetheart. Good job. Good morning, Mix. Who's this? Hi, this is Nellie. Let's talk about a crush. Okay, so... I was going to this gym, and the instructor there, like, and I'm totally straight, but for some reason, I had the biggest crush on her, and I literally had to stop going to the gym because I couldn't focus. <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. I want to know what happened when you had to leave the gym because they always try and keep you. For our own purposes, could you explain, explain why you're leaving? 
Right. And how is I going to say, like, I can't control myself around your instructors? Can you skip your instructors? I don't know. Like, <laughs> hey, Tara. Hey, what? Remember what I said? I had a crush on you, and then I didn't have a crush on you because I got to know you? That was yeah. Fun. That was funny. Remember when you told me that I was beautiful, but only on the inside? <laughs> yeah, life's good. Anyway, great times. <laughs> What else do we do this week? <laughs> <laughs> so we've also had the same one song, this little bonus that we do every now and then when we've had the same one song, one second, one prize for a while. This is a really great prize. It's 3D HQ where you get this VIP experience and you can go home with your own little avatar to have in your email and share with people. And of course, a figurine. But we need a clue, Tara. Okay, if you were around during, let's call it... 2017, 2018, there was this little promo that ran on Mix 93.3 all the time that talked about all of our favorite artists. And randomly, during this deep man's voice, this girl would come in and go, the chain smokers. But that's just a story I want to tell you. It's not related to one song, one second, one prize. Bye. Show's over. And we're done. We've already run out of time again. This is where we say goodbye. Goodbye. Don't say goodbye. We'd like to hang around and help clean up. That ended well. Bye, bye, bye. Bye.